Welcome to Made It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hafling. Made It Happen is a podcast series highlighting female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. Through interviews with female entrepreneurs, Made It Happen is dedicated to inspiring others through stories of those who have experienced going out on their own firsthand, discussing all the highs and the lows. It can be easy to see the glamorous side of starting your own business through the internet and social media, but what does it really take behind the scenes to launch and run your own successful business? Hear how these inspiring female founders made it happen. Today, I'm here joined by Sophie Gray. So Sophie, thank you so much for joining me here today. And I'm so excited to be speaking with you. Well, thank you for having me. I, you know, I love a space to ramble and say some things. So I'm really grateful for the opportunity. Perfect. Well, to start off, do we want to just have you start to tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So as you know, my name is Sophie Gray and I'm the founder of Dive Through, mental wellness startup that helps people take charge of their mental health. Um, before that though, um, back in 2013, right as I graduated high school, I built a large social media following on Instagram of around 500,000 people where I was focused on the physical side of wellness. Um, but the reality was, was my mental health was struggling. Um, so I actually had a panic attack on an airplane that resulted in me stepping back from social media, from my first business. So, you know, with that story, very passionate about talking about mental health, normalizing the things that we all go through, um, and building a business and a career from a place where it's not your entire world and you're so much more than those things. So that's my, I guess, my brief elevator pitch of who I am. Yes, definitely. Well, and I mean, I think it's definitely such an important topic and something that so many people go through and can relate to. And do you want to tell us a little bit about, you know, starting up the the company, you know, once you got to that point, what was it that really made you create this platform for mental health? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, when I had that panic attack on the airplane, I ended up driving across the country and I realized that I couldn't physically or mentally continue to do, you know, to be on social media, to be ha- like having my uh, physical wellness business. So I took a step back from that and, you know, first started by working on my mental health. And from that journey, I really realized that there was this disconnect between support that made you feel seen and heard. There was that, but it was in the self-help space. And it was by, you know, it was more like pick yourself up by your bootstrap, you know, think more positively by people that were unqualified to speak about mental health. But then the flip side, the mental health space and information at that time was very clinical, heavy with jargon and unrelatable. So I really saw that there was this need to create a resource that made people feel seen and heard, but also gave them qualified education. Um, so, you know, as much as dive through is, you know, a passion project for my own need from it, I really wanted to set out to create something that was, you know, qualified and helpful and research-based. Um, so that's what you'll find within the app. And we work with mental health professionals to create the resources, but, you know, there was, yeah, this mixture of this personal experience with mental health, but then also the personal pain point of not finding a resource or a tool that was actually helpful and safe to use. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I think it it's definitely so important, especially right now, it's definitely a service that is well needed. And there's definitely been a lot of, you know, research and studies lately about how much people don't have access. So I think it is great that, you know, there is this platform that people can go to. And, you know, when you decided to make that transition, do you want to tell us a little bit about, you know, going from in the fitness industry to then going to being a business owner and, you know, building dive through and a little bit about that transition? Yeah. So I definitely, in my first business, it was like a solo entrepreneur sort of business. And then now dive through, there's a team of 20 of us. So it's definitely been the such a fun journey of checking myself and being like, I feel like everyone says, well, you know, your business and your personal life should be separate. And I believe you, you need to have that line, but so much of your personal self show shows up in your business life. So for me, you know, wanting to, I knew I wanted to build this, but I also realized I didn't have, you know, the expertise of how to even, you know, build an app or the subject matter expertise, and I couldn't do all things. So it's definitely um, been a journey to learn how to, you know, not have that control, um, which I think is really hard as, you know, as an entrepreneur, or as, you know, when I came from the solo background. Um, so with our, you know, our journey, I've been very fortunate um, in Canada having all the grants that are available. So those grants have allowed us um, to grow our team and to, you know, bring in that different expertise and that different perspective, um, which has been, you know, so great. I think when I was like 15, I dreamed of having like a company of 250 employees. And I feel like, you know, we're stepping in that direction, which is so exciting. Um, But yeah, it's definitely been a challenge in terms of you know, having the funds and fundraising through a pandemic. Um, We actually just closed a financing round, which was really, really exciting, Um, but it took about six months. So yeah, I think it's been a journey and it's been stressful, but then at the end of the day, just like so rewarding to be building something that you know is impacting people. And ultimately, I think as an entrepreneur, you always have to come back to what your cause is. And, you know, coming back to that has definitely helped me through those very stressful moments. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, you know, like you said, it's definitely all worth it and to see the impact that it is having on on so many people. And speaking of that, too, do you have any advice for someone who's maybe is, you know, in a hard place right now? And it can be so hard to take that first step and speak out about any you know mental health issues they might be going through. And do you have any advice for someone who's maybe at that stage right now? Mm-hmm, yeah. So I think it's just important to know that everyone's going through something and you know the strong someone that you think is the strongest person you've ever seen I guarantee that they have had some sort of stress anxiety or overwhelm in their life I think a lot of people get confused at mental health versus mental illness well not everyone has a diagnosed mental illness everyone does have mental health everyone's facing yeah stress anxiety whatever it might be so I think knowing that is really helpful. And then knowing that there's no shame in how you're feeling and that you're also not supposed to feel happy and positive 100% of the time. That is so unrealistic and would be honestly just 
quite boring. So I think just, you know, remembering those things and coming out in your own terms as well and talking about it in your own way. I think as much as it's been so great to see the push online of people talking about mental health, there also can be now this expectation to talk about it. And if that's not something you feel comfortable doing, or you don't have the safe space to do that, you know, um, of course, I always recommend like talking to your friends and family. But if you have that kind of internal feeling that it might not be a safe thing to bring up, that's okay as well. Um, And then, you know, I am the biggest fan of therapy. And if you have, you know, the means to be able to afford therapy or have benefits that can cover therapy, go. Even if you're listening, you're like, I don't think I need it. I'm like, everyone needs therapy. You know, we deserve to talk about ourselves. I think, you know, I think people are so worried about being selfish that they actually just then don't ever consider themselves. And yeah, I would definitely, you know, recommend everyone go to therapy because if anything, you know, you'll just talk about yourself and you'll be like, okay, next. But I think it's such a worthwhile experience. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I think that's, you know, such a great piece of advice and something that so many people can, can really benefit from. So you talked a little bit about there too, before, you know, building up the company and there's always those challenges and, you know, with funding and, and everything like that, has there been sort of one big challenge that you've really overcome with building the business that you'd like to share? You know, I think every business kind of faces, you know, common challenges of, you know, finding an audience, you know, knowing where to market fundraising, whatever it might be. Um, For me, it's personally been the inner battle, which, you know, of course it's, it's obviously I have a mental health startup and maybe I'm more aware, but I've been very surprised at how much my kind of inner struggles or inner past trauma or beliefs have been reflected in my business. So really learning um, in particular, I think there was this constant fear of needing to know everything and feeling very much like a fish out of water with everything that I did. And when I started to accept that as an entrepreneur, no one knows what they're doing and we're all winging it and figuring it out and that you might not know something, but what you do know is that you're capable of figuring it out. And that mindset, that's like, you know, our team won't use the word mantra, but affirmation in a way is I am capable. And that is like such a shift to me in perspective of going from, I need to figure everything out. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my gosh, I'm going to fail at this to being like, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing, but that's okay because I do know that I'm capable. So I think overcoming that and getting to the other side and, you know, having this learning has been the biggest thing for me and just tackling that constant self-doubt, especially in in a, you know, um, in a startup that fundraises the amount of rejection that I face each and every day. Um, If I didn't have like a strong foundation and belief in what I was doing, I wouldn't be able to do this. So I think, yeah, like having that external rejection means that you really need to work on that internal validation um, to continue to get through it. At least that's been my journey. 
Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Well, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to that. And especially, you know, especially female entrepreneurs, that mindset shift of it is definitely a huge obstacle that so many go through. And so I think that's why it's so important that we are having these conversations and talking about it so that, you know, like you said, you're not alone in this and other people feel the same way as well. Um, And then on the other side of that, has there been sort of one really big success moment um, that, you know, you've had throughout throughout your business journey um, that you'd like to share? Yeah. So um, we were recently featured on 17 magazine on a list of, I think it was like 10 affordable mental health tools to check out. And of course that's an incredible accomplishment in itself. Um, But we were listed third, I believe, or maybe fourth after um, Headspace and Calm. And those two apps like collectively, I think have raised like hundreds of millions of dollars. They're doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue. And for us to be so early and to be recognized on a list, you know, similarly to like to them was such a big moment for me because I think, you know, like any entrepreneur does, the comparison game is very difficult. And it's, of course, you know, when these companies have raised so much money and are doing, you know, really incredible things, you can't help but compare yourself to them. So then to to be on a list where we were, you know, likened to them when we've raised at like that time, $200,000 and they've raised, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm like, imagine what we'll do when we be like, we're able to accomplish that. So I think that was kind of a moment for me. It also came at a, like a really great time because I had been fundraising and it was just this constant pile of no. Um, but you know, of course it's important to have that internal validation, but sometimes that external is just like the kick you need to keep on going and to, you know, come back to why you're doing things. Yes, absolutely. Well, I mean, congratulations, because that is, you know, so huge and such an accomplishment. And, you know, it's really great to see everything that you are doing in the space. And, um, you know, with that, too, you said, you know, like building up the business, if there was someone who was maybe just starting out um, and building a business or thinking about it, what kind of advice would you give to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, you know, kind of alongside what I've been saying today is like, start with your why and really build that foundation in that, like in that belief and what that belief is for you. I would say more kind of tangible advice is, you know, learn, like be a sponge and, you know, accept that you don't know everything and go into Google holes to learn a whole lot. Um, I would say like, if I look back on the entrepreneurial journey I've had, where my successes stem from is not knowing something but then going into Google, like 50 tabs open every book I can find on the topic and just consuming and then kind of like emerging from that Google hole, I call it, and then moving forward. So, you know, Google is your friend. Every, you know, piece of information you need to start your business is one Google away and just immerse yourself in that knowledge phase and don't rush it. Um, You know, there's so many times that I like, I want to dive through to be so much further along than it, you know, it was at the time. And now I reflect back on that. I'm like, well, we are exactly where we needed to be today. So even though I was frustrated that we weren't further along, it was, well, there was a timing at play. So, you know, I very much believe in that, but yeah, tangibly go into that Google hole, but then of course, start with your why behind what you're doing. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I think those are two very important pieces of advice. And it is great that there is so much, so many resources out there and free resources people can use. And so being able to utilize those is so important, especially, you know, building a business. And like you said, you don't have to know everything, but you can find, you can figure it out as you go. And I did reach out to our listeners to see if they had any questions for you. And we got a lot of submissions, but I'll just pick a few here. So one question was, how do you take care of your mental health with running your business? I know this is a big Mm -hmm. thing with business owners. It can definitely be very overwhelming. So do you have any sort of advice on that? Yeah. So a well-rested business owner founder is far more productive than a burnt out one. So take time off. I take at least one, if not two days, fully, completely disconnected from my business. No emails, no Slack, no social media, nothing. I am a potato on the couch most of the time watching all of my Netflix show. And I don't have, I don't have a business during that time. So really both taking that time to rest but then setting the boundary, because I feel like even if you're not doing something or taking, you know, meetings, you might be on social media scrolling related to your business or checking in on emails. That is not enough of a rest. You need to have that complete like stop in your mind from your work. So that would be, you know, my biggest thing that I've found really works well for me. And then making sure you're sleeping. I sleep at least eight, if not nine hours a night. Um, So sleep is very important. Um, And then learn to separate yourself and your identity from your business. You know, what is important to you outside of work? For me, that is my husband, my dogs, my family, making time to see my nieces and nephew, um, you know, spending time with my parents undistracted from work. And having that foundation really gives that, allows you, you to have a portion of your life that isn't work that you can separate from. Um, and then more like kind of, I guess, actionable steps is I journal every single day, um, using that space as an opportunity to get out whatever's in my mind onto paper. Um, yeah. So those would be my, my core suggestions. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think those are definitely so important and especially, you know, being able to separate business from your Mm -hmm. personal life, especially right now, I feel like so many people's lives are getting intertwined, working from home and being able to have that divide. So I think that's great advice to, you know, be able to actually take that full break um, hundred percent off of it. Um, and then another question we had in was when you first came out, you know, speaking about your mental health, I know that on your website, you'd said that you were both shocked, um, at, you know, but also, it was very sad to sort of see that other everyone else going through that. And so do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Mm-hmm, yeah. So, um, you know, when I had started opening up about my mental health and kind of peeling back the image that people have created on social media and I had at the time, it was around like 2015, 2016. And we are in a completely different space than we were then. That was when Instagram was, you know, really getting like everyone was really curating their feeds perfection was all over the place um and so for me to like have had that image and then completely stop it and just be like okay here's my face breaking out here's how i'm feeling um it was at that time like a kind of like holy shit sort of moment for myself and for my audience and i was it was very sad to get 
all of the messages, the private messages, the private emails um, from my audience at the time, you know, sharing their experience and saying how, you know, they haven't been able to disclose that or seeing me talk about it made them feel more comfortable too. And I think it just like went, goes to show that, that, you know, we kind of, mirror what we see. So when we, you know, we're looking on social media and seeing constant perfection, that's what we think we need to be doing. But when we have someone be honest and open and share vulnerably, that gives us the space and the permission to do that in our own lives. And, you know, kind of what I like to think of is, you know, how we can all do that. You don't just have to have a large social media audience to be able to do that. You can, you know, in your real life, be honest when, you know, if you're struggling and a loved one is asking, how are you doing? Stop saying you're fine if you're not. Um, and ha- like give yourself the space to answer that question honestly, if it's, you know, someone that you feel safe to do so with. Um, because yeah, I think it, you'll be surprised at the people in your life that are also struggling. And when we have the strength to show up honestly in that, it gives other people the strength too, which is just such a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I definitely agree. And I think that it is great that, you know, these conversations are happening now and that, you know, you people are starting to open up about this and talk to each other. Cause I think that, you know, like you said, a lot of people are going through that. So they have, they can really relate to that. And um, I think that it is really important that that is happening now. And um, the last, last listener question here was, is there something that you've learned about yourself through running your own business? Mm-hmm. I would say what I've learned is how much I care about other people. Um, you know, having been in my first solo entrepreneur, I didn't really have other team members. I had my family and that was kind of it. I, and I, you know, I had some friends, but not many, like a big group of friends by any means. But with my team members and, you know, the, the company that we're building together, I care so much about creating a workplace that other people lo- want to come and want to enjoy. So I think that's been, you know, I didn't think I was a terrible person by any means, but it's been really nice to see me, I guess, or see myself grow into, um, it feels uncomfortable to say a leader, but someone that I'm very proud of that, you know, actually cares about their team and wants to create that atmosphere. So I think that's been the coolest thing to see in my business, both personally and professionally, is that atmosphere and that culture and a company that, you know, actually cares about their team rather than just use them as like, you know, a capitalist machine or whatever we want to call it. So I think that's been. Then I guess the nicest thing, which is like learning about myself and business um, that I've experienced so far. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's definitely great to hear because, you know, that positive work environment is is so important, especially, you know, in, in the mental health space as well. I think that, you know, it's great that you were able to, you know, build that culture of team that, you know, really is supportive there. And um, just to finish off, I'd love to ask just a couple rapid fire questions. So mm-hmm. if you just want to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Let's do it. Okay. So owning your own business means? Impact. Creating impact in the world. One word to describe your business? Caring. Someone you look up to? Um, my mom. <laughs> Cliche, but it's true. I love that. Uh, a book you'd recommend? Uh, the Story Brand by Donald Miller. 
a lifesaver for your business. So this could be a platform, a planner, um, something that, you know, just you couldn't do your business Mm -hmm. without. Yeah. Airtable. I joke to my team, if I was not building my own business, I would work for Airtable. It's basically like a database and a spreadsheet and it takes a second. Like it's pretty overwhelming when you look at it, but for someone that like loves organization and systems and monitoring and tracking, oh my goodness, it is an absolute rock house of a platform. I will definitely be checking that out. (laughs) Um, A non-negotiable you have is? Time off. Yeah. And the best advice that you've ever received? Um, If you are going to wait to be happy until you accomplish whatever's on your list, then you're never going to be happy because that bar is always going to be moving. That's a great piece of advice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much again for joining me here. And I know that you have a lot coming up in your business. So would you like to share any future plans that you have? Yeah. So um, right now in the Dive Through app and the Dive Through team, we're launching our courses and practices. So um, really our focus at Dive Through is creating psychoeducation and then tangible and accessible tools. So making sure that you know about your mind and what's happening, you know, if it's about panic attacks, but then also giving you those tools for you to follow up and to manage and to be preventative. So we have those um, courses and practices launching happening in October, which is so exciting to just offer a wider range of mental health education and tools covering a wide range of topics. So um, everything, you know, 90% of our app is free. So it's free to download and to check out. So I would love if anyone listening would want to, yeah, give it a try. Amazing. And where can people go to find the app and find Mm -hmm. yourself online? Yeah. So you can find me at Sophie Gray, Gray with an A across all channels, most actively on Instagram and Twitter. And then you can find Dive Through at divethrough.com. It's like drive through, but without the R and then in the app store as well. Amazing. Well, thank you so much again, Sophie, for joining me here today. And I'm so inspired by all the work that you're doing. And I think it's absolutely incredible, you know, what your business has already accomplished as well yourself. So I'm so excited to see what's to come. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.